Radio and Podcast. Matt Nett, Wrigley. Today as the Cardinals try to keep rolling against the Cubs, Cards have won a season-high six games in a row. Jack Flaherty and Justin Steele on the mound. Patrick Mahomes is once again a member of the 99 Club in this year's edition of the Madden NFL game. Third time in his career, the Chiefs QB has earned the game's top rating. Big day for Brian Harmon at the Open Championship. He shot six under par to move to the top of the leaderboard at 10 under for the tournament. I'm Doug Thompson. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Hi, Miller Condon. Welcome back. Hour number two, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO, as we take you up until... Well, just before 1 o'clock, Tom Cakert's still to come. We will give four of you an opportunity to win some barbecue from Claxons. Uh, Trent's got the state championship game tonight right here, 7.30. It's the Dragons and the Little Cyclone. Johnston versus Ames, 7.30 first pitch. Let's head to Vegas. Mike Palm, VP of Operations Circus Sports, joins us. Hello, Mike. How are you? Trent and Ken. Ames, hi. Ames, hi. Good morning. How are you guys? And they can't. I mean, they got one more... Uh, this is not going to be easy. The the Dragons await, and it's been quite a story watching Ames uh, as they've uh, made their way to this point. I'm we're good. So, uh, what what was your week like? Mountain West Media Days, first time you guys have held uh, that event at Circa. I'm guessing there was probably more media uh, that covered the uh, uh, the Media Days than previous years. Seen a lot of a lot of social media on it. Uh, all things go well. They, uh, I don't know who was uh, happier, us or the Mountain West. They wow. were just all glowing. Every school I talked to, they had done it at Aria two years ago, then Mandalay Bay, um, and made the change. They wanted a little more attention, right? And those are big companies. And um, they said the media attendance on, on Wednesday, which was the Players' Day, was more than double what it was last year. So. The ballroom looked terrific. They actually did their main uh, live shows out of the pre-function area, the hallway outside the ballroom, adorned. There was probably 15 to 20 podcasts going on at any time. That's so, great. Uh, it, it's great. Great markets for us, you know, from Honolulu to, you know, to Boise's a great market. And the Colorado, we're in Colorado. And, you yep. know, it, it, it's all terrific for us. Southern California, Northern California, it all worked out. You also uh, have the stadium swing pink for the Barbie movie that's coming out today. Fill me in on all of this, and it looks really – honestly, I, I'm, I'm not a big Barbie guy, as you can anticipate, but I do have an 8-year-old, and I had a little sister back in the day. What, precipi- what, what brought that together? Because it really looks cool. The, the idea had come up to do a Barbie party at Legacy Club earlier in the year, and then when the movie got announced, uh, Brooke Sanchez, who's our marketing director, reached out to Mattel and to the team with the movie, and they were actually looking to partner with someone in Las Vegas and hadn't didn't have a big budget to do it, so it just worked out. So from from Monday all the way through Sunday, we turned Stadium Swim into Barbie's Dream Pool, I guess, and it, it's all pink. The building looks incredible. Yeah. It, at night, it really yeah. it really pops. They got the life size Barbie houses. I said we should have tried to. Turn the sports book into Barbie's dream sports book. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, we'll see. My, my parents have a Barbie and a Ken. 
Uh, I don't know if it, uh, <laughs> what was going on there anyways. Uh, so, Mike, let's, uh, let's talk about um, you know, what's going on sports betting-wise. Open championship underway. You guys are 24 hours, so if, if you know, somebody staggers down from the room, uh, wee hours of the morning or still up from the night before that wants to w- w- wager and watch the tournament, what's it been like in the book the first couple of days uh, of, of this tournament? Are there people actually watching you know, once this thing gets underway? You know, I was surprised. There were more people um, for the Scottish, uh, for the British Open. Really? There were actually for for for, um, for like Wimbledon. Uh, it, it was pretty impressive. We had maybe you know eight to twelve people there early in the morning. I was looking at some of the videos. Uh, so you know, not not bad. Mike Palm joining us as we talk the world of sports wagering. Uh, speaking of live betting, the Open Championship and how it is, is golf more difficult to put those odds out as opposed to a football game, a basketball game? Is golf a more difficult one to have those adjusted odds all throughout the course of the golf tournament? I don't know. I think that the guys are real comfortable in doing it, real comfortable um, moving it from day to day, setting the matchups each day. I don't know that it is. I think Booking in-game other sports is more difficult than golf. Hmm. Uh, where are you as far as liability? Brian Harmon is now five-shot lead. Uh, Fleetwood uh, uh, had a pretty nice round, or is putting together a pretty nice round. He is through 12. He's within five of Brian Harmon. If Brian Harmon wins, what kind of result is that for Circa? Well, i got to look it up. Fleetwood, is, Fleetwood was like one of our biggest three losers, if you could believe it. Hmm. Um and uh, you know, just short of a hundred thousand dollars. Let me look on the plus side. I think Harmon's going to be. Yeah, Harmon's going to. They're about equally good and bad. Harmon's about a hundred thousand winner as we stand. You know, it moves throughout the course of the tournament. Sure. But with about a hundred thousand loser. Uh, interesting. A final major of the year. What do you look forward to the Ryder Cup? I mean, it's right during the middle of, of football season. You got obviously the playoffs of baseball going on. What kind of handle do you guys do on a Ryder Cup? It doesn't get that much attention, Trent, honestly, mm-hmm. and it's because of the time of year, as you mentioned. It's, uh, it doesn't compare to any of the four majors. No, I can't see that it does. Um, and you hit the nail on the head, right? It's football season. Everybody is yep. football crazed. So when you, when you have an event like uh, Big 12, or the, or Big 12 uh, Mountain West uh, Media Days, does that get people thinking football? Are you starting to see more, um, more, more, more action as far as whether it be futures or some of the props that you get up? When, does the, when do NFL betters start to focus and zero in? We did pick up a little college action this week, specifically on the Mountain West, obviously, with them being here. Uh, the football betters are going to start getting really into it when we get around to preseason. Uh, so a couple weeks away, uh, we're seeing some, you know, future bets out there right now. Um, but I would say of the right that we're going to do before they snap the ball for the first time with the, the Lions and the Chiefs, mm-hmm. we've probably only done about 15% of it. Gotcha. How does that also pertain? Did you get some people that are signing up for the contest? And where are you with the contest as we still sit here in late July? Where are you guys in terms of sign-ups for Circa Million and Circa Survivor? Yeah, basically we're at about 1,500 in the Survivor and 800 in the Millions. Our guys in the back room that do the graphs and the stats and all that, they, we, we, we're on pace to reach both guarantees. I'm mm-hmm. a little more concerned about the Millions. Uh, I think Survivor will get there even to that big number the uh the eight thousand so we'll see you know and and you're right the future bets start picking up when we do the contest weekend yeah. uh two weeks from today we'll be up in the uh, spark 
doing the Northern Nevada one, and then, and then of course, at the end of, of uh, August is the big one at Circa. Well, we have four Survivor and one million in our group. Can't wait to get it out there uh, and, and get signed up for that. It's such, it's such a great contest, Mike. How about... Um, I mean, what 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 do you think this will max out at? Is it uh, you guys when you sit down in the boardroom? Do, do you think that it has room for unlimited growth, or or is there a ceiling on this? Um, I think the, I think we will find out a little bit about the ceiling in the millions this year. Yeah. Um, remember forty seven hundred last year. I don't know. I think this survivor can get to ten thousand maybe this year. Certainly next year. Uh, and just keep growing. I mean, I, one guy told me he thinks it'll be 20000 within three years. So I don't know if that's far-fetched. Interesting. Hey, one more uh, before I, was, I want to get to baseball. You guys put out a yes-no, and we talked about it uh, on the Hook, our Iowa Everywhere podcast. And I think you had um, not make the playoffs on Tampa at 26 or 24. Do you remember, Trent, 26, 24 to 1? It's come down significantly. I think it's 17. So you had some play on that number, Mike, as the race to not make the playoffs because, let's face it, this team got off to a great start, but for the last two and a half months are basically playing about 500 baseball, even a game or two below 500. How much play did you see on that? I think they went 31-9 and nine or 30-9 and nine to open, and they're 30-31 and 31 their last 61. How about that? You, try, you, you tried to lead me to water, but I didn't drink early enough. <laughs> I bet it, I bet it um, Sunday... Uh, at eighteen to one, I didn't get the twenty. It was twenty six, Kenny. Yeah, uh, it's eighteen. You know what it is today? This morning it's ten to one. Is it really? Wow. Yeah, yeah. And that was a bad loss last. They they looked listless at home, and that let Baltimore bullpen really hang on there. I, I there's just Toronto's playing well. One of the other two is going to have to jump up, right? Like the the, the Yankees or Red Sox will have to make a little run. But mm-hmm. if you know, Tampa profited from the easiest schedule in baseball for the first two months, and now it's catching up to them later. And I'm looking right now at the Circus Sports Iowa app. The Rays no to make the playoffs. Now 8-1 to one, as this thing just <laughs> continues to move uh, here throughout the last week or so. Mike Paul joining us as we uh, take a look around. Hey, I want to jump to the NFL with you. And in the futures market, you remember last summer. The buzz that built throughout the spring and into the summer about the Eagles, where the Cowboys were the betting favorite, runaway favorite in the division, and then more and more people started to jump aboard with the Eagles as it went on, and by the time we, I think, got to August, it had flipped, and the Eagles became the betting favorite in the division. Is there any team that you're seeing that has that kind of momentum? Maybe not to overtake a team to win the division, but you're seeing more and more bets in the NFL continue to come in on a particular squad. The gap between Cincinnati and Baltimore is shrinking, but I don't mm. think Baltimore will, will oh. ever take them. So it won't be that kind of move that we saw with the Eagles last year. But I'd say Baltimore is the team um, getting the, the, the most steam. And the team that's getting faded, I took a look at this, is the Raiders. Everybody is really down on the Raiders. I know, of course, Saquon and, and Jacobs may may sit out. What I don't know what they're doing. All the running backs are revolting yeah. over their treatment. But mm-hmm. um, a lot of negative opinion on the Raiders. If they if they have a bad year and they sign McBlunder to a big big contract, is Josh McDaniel in trouble? Do you think if if they, you know, what did they have last year? Uh, six sevens win something like that. If they if they have another season like that, Garoppolo's a bust. Is McBlunder in trouble? I think a lot has to do with the finances of the team and what they can afford to go out and get. But he should be. Yeah. No, I I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Chargers, will they? How close can they get to the Chiefs, Mike? Oh no, 
listen, no San Diego team, and I know they've moved to Albay, but they're still a, that's nobody can win there. You go to San Diego to get paid and you get and chill. Yeah. It's not about winning stuff, and I, that franchise it still exhibits what they did in San Diego. Let's let's you know not forget what were they up three touchdowns on Jacksonville in that game. I mean, they just find ways to lose. I I can't ever get involved with them other than if it's in an individual matchup for a particular game. Padres going to come on? Can they get in? You know, I don't think so. Darvish was uh, really think, good. Musgrove's okay, pitching well. Yeah, two, two starts. Musgrove's arrows pointed up. Snell's been really good. Yeah, But you still have, you know, and Lugo's decent, but you still have a terrible bullpen. Their bullpen is what Philadelphia's bullpen was last year. Now Philadelphia's bullpen is the best in the game. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of it, the, once they get through Ford and the Bogarts in their order, they're just not hitting. Cronworth's been a huge disappointment. You know, Sanchez is Sanchez. He'll hit a few home runs, but he's not going to get on base. They just haven't had any productivity. I think they missed Profar, um, and I, I can't get behind. They're so far back. And, you know, they really got to climb over two out of the three teams ahead of them, over Arizona and San Francisco yeah. probably to get in. Mike, I got one more NFL question for you. It's the division that certainly matters the most, I think, in in our market, and that is the NFC North. Detroit has been the betting favorite ever since you guys released the uh, division odds on the season, and the Packers were the number four team. That is no longer the case. Now the Packers have moved ahead of Bears to win the division uh, in the odds at Circa. What about the Packers, not only if they can run down and Jordan Love turns out to be a competent quarterback and win that division, but are you seeing them anywhere else in any other markets, either to win the NFC or even Super Bowl? Because that's a team that I've looked at. Boy, I I like some of the roster talent there. We just don't know with Love. What are you seeing on the Packers and the NFC North as a whole? A little bit of Love. I I think the Bears are the worst team. I don't know why people think it's, you know, a co-choice or whatever. Um, I think handicapping this division is just about love. You have to start with love and what your opinion of love is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vikings haven't get much att- haven't been getting much attention. Maybe they're dangerous. You know their win total is eight and a half. They'd have to win five less games to go under. I know they won all the coin flips. Mm-hmm. And it, it, Detroit's the favorite. Maybe they should be a lukewarm favorite. It, it's maybe the most interesting division to handicap. Not because all four teams are great, but I think the three at the top are close. You know, there's a, a misnomer. We'll end on this, Mike. Uh, I don't know if it's misnomer or not. I'm anxious to hear. The, the hard knocks bump we keep hearing about. Uh, last year, people watched Detroit on Tuesday nights on HBO, maybe took a liking to that team or whatever, and, and, and you sold more tickets. I'm wondering if quarterbacks will have a, a similar impact because Kurt Cousins, of all the, of the three quarterbacks who were chronicled in this, in, in this uh, first year's edition, a lot of people have a different opinion of Kirk Cousins, the Vikings quarterback. Uh, do you think that will be reflected at all as to how much right you guys do preseason on the Vikings? No, I think unless you do some props on Cousins, passing touchdowns, passing yards, stuff like that, I don't think it's going to convert that much to Vikings. I heard a lot of people say that. I, I didn't change my opinion on the guy, but um, I, I did hear a surprising number of people say how much they you know, changed on Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Mike Palm, VP of Operations, Circus Sports. So is Mountain West. Are you guys going to do this again next year? Is our plans already moving forward? Yeah, we're drawing up the contract. As we- <laughs> Don't blame everybody. About both parties, they should. It was, a, by all accounts, uh, at least social media-wise, a huge, huge success. Uh, Mike, uh, thank you. We'll see you in three weeks. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Mike Palm. Appreciate you coming on. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Yep, you do the same. Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. Of course, you can download the Circus Sports app now.
Uh, it's available in the state of Iowa. Three states, Iowa, uh, Colorado, of course, Nevada, and soon, as in September, Trent, week one, is that still the That's- target? That's what they're working for. Absolutely. We know, well, at minimum, they're going to be ready to go by the time that we're there in Illinois and in Chicago for the game at Wrigley Field with the Hawkeyes and Northwestern. But yeah, that is still the target date. Hope to have everything up and running before week one of the NFL schedule. And with Circa, as we talk about all the time, letting you know the lowest limits, the lowest handle, uh, highest limits in the lowest handle, excuse me. Mm -hmm. That handle means that is more money in your pocket as the sports better. That's ultimately looking to make a profit. The best place to do it is at Circus. They will give you the best number, no doubt about that. All right, we're going to give you a chance to win $1,000 right now. Head to KXNO.com. You can enter this nationwide contest by typing the keyword cash in the pop-up box. It's cash at KXNO.com. Cash at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. There's still another week to go, but there's still plenty of opportunities throughout the day. Murph and Andy have a couple from 1 to 3, and of course the drive with Heather and Sean from 3 until 6. Tom Caker joins us next. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. Simmons. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Just past, well, it's approaching 12.30. We'll put it that way. It's Miller and Condon. We take you until 1. Claxton's Barbecue still to come. We'll give four of you an opportunity to participate in that. Be listening in about for your cue to call in about 15 minutes. Right now, Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com. I'm not sure if he's back from vacation. Not sure if he's on vacation. I know he took Swarm <laughs> Beer with him and <laughs> and consumed a few of those. Uh, where are you, Tom Caker? Is it over? Are you back to work? We're 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 on our way back. Uh, so we're, we're in the beautiful southeast Iowa right now. Um, just uh, yeah, just past Mount Pleasant. So yeah, we're we're vacation's over, guys. Yeah, indeed it is. Uh, and there will be no Indianapolis vacation for Noah Shannon. Tom, I um, and maybe it's unfair to ask you because you're on vacation. Maybe this has got by. No. I mean, I know you're aware of the story, obviously. Yeah. How? How did this happen? I mean, did did Ferentz not know that Shannon was on uh, one of the uh, players that potentially was caught up on it? Did he uh, not think there'd be anything? I mean, he's going to now have to answer the questions in Indianapolis. Is why was he originally, you know, part of this? Um, they've done so many good things PR wise. Football media days early in the week, basketball opportunity for the media. Yeah. Um, but this one seems like a misstep. What happened? Do you know? My sense is I think they probably thought this thing would be resolved by then uh, before this this happened. So they could have addressed it and just kind of moved on and that he was just going to be able to go because I think they wanted him to go. Yeah, okay. Um, feel like he's earned it. And and I that's just my guess is that he's going to say, yeah, we figured I'm 100% sure they knew. Yeah. Um, yeah, they who the players? To. They know who the players. Right. They know who the players are. Right. You know. Um. You know. Just you know, behind the curtain, it's been kind of known that he was one of the guys mm-hmm. that's been out there, and um. But you just don't know until you know for sure. But that's just kind of been whispered to a few folks that he was one of the guys, and. That I, so when his name got up there and this thing hadn't been resolved, I was like, "Whoa, okay, maybe they've got it resolved and they're just going to wait and uh, you know announce something 
right before then or something, and then he can address it at Big Ten Media Day or whatever. But yeah, it's it's been interesting. Just it was an interesting decision, but clearly they have not resolved this. Yeah. Um, and I so I don't know. You know, I it's I just don't know how they're going to resolve it. Defensive tackle is a position and defensive line as a whole that Iowa is very yeah. deep. And not knowing yeah. if Shannon's going to be suspended for a game or three, four games, depending on how much he wagered on it. Logan Lee and Aaron Graves and Y.A. Black and Jeremiah Pittman. Interior Thompson comes in uh, from JUCO as one yeah. of the top-rated guys coming out of junior college. They're deep at that position. Uh, what else, though? You mentioned that Noah Shannon name has been out there. Are there other names and would they be as impactful as a starter on the defensive line, the other names that at least have been bandied about? Yeah, I think, um, you know, the, the defensively, I think you would worry about cornerback, right? Mm-hmm. Just because uh-huh. you've got, you know, and Cooper Jean's going, and obviously, so obviously he is not involved. Right. Because they would have ixnayed him, too. So mm-hmm. I think everybody can breathe a sigh of relief that Cooper's not involved. Um if uh, Jamari Harris was involved, then boy, then you're looking at T.J. Hall and Dees Fernandez and uh, Deshaun Lee, guys like that potentially starting mm. uh, a game. So that's that's where you worry is if it's another defense back. I wouldn't even really worry that much if it was a safety because I think they've got some wiggle room there, and I you know, I know they're really high on Cohen Entringer. And I know they're really high on TJ Hall too, but if it was somebody in the in the cornerback uh, position, then it, it gets dicey, especially if it's a long period of time. We don't know. It could just be like, you know, based on the standards for the, the NCAA release, that it could be, hey, it's under two hundred bucks. They just got to go get counseling on mm-hmm. don't don't bet on sports. Right. Um, you know, it's just so that's the thing we don't know is did they bet on you know, some Iowa athletic games that they bet on women's basketball or uh, different things. And if they did that, then it's then it's a, the hill's a little higher. Mm-hmm. You know, the the, the uh, punishment's stronger. You know, you mentioned Entringer. It's interesting uh, position. I mean, at least I see it this way because aren't him and Wampa the same position? Aren't these two battling for the same spot, Tom? Um, I think they're probably going to work Cohen Intringer more at Quinn Schulte's position okay. more than they will be. I, I suspect that, like, a, you know, maybe a year from now, uh, provided Schulte's done, yeah, um, a senior, that that they would that those two would be the the starting safety duo next year. That's my that's my assumption. But um, you know, that plan could change too. They could. You move people around. They could decide that they want Sebastian Castro at one of the safety positions and move Entringer to, and they want to put uh, Xavier Wampa at, at cash or something. It, there's a myriad of different things they could do. Well, Noah Shannon will not be there, but that means Jay Higgins will. I wish he could bring his yeah. dad along, too. What a goofball that guy oh, is. awesome. <laughs> is that right? I love, love his dad. <laughs> yeah, he's hawk, 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 you know. Uh, <laughs> You know, Mr. Higgins is. There's not a bigger Hawkeye fan out there, right? I mean, he's just. Right. He's he's a legend. I mean, he's just, and, and he's kind of almost like a celebrity sometimes. Is I mean, that I, a fact? I remember, wow. 
Yeah, I remember seeing him down at the uh, at the bowl game, and just he was holding court. You know, just all the Hawks fans around him, and you know he's easy to easy to spot. So uh, he'll let you know. Uh, Tom he's got his uh, Hawkeye cowboy hat on, and he he's a yeah. different guy. About Jay Higgins, you know, a guy that was thrust in last year. Justin Jacobs goes down with the injury, went in there, kind of just looked like he was going to be a special teamer. By the end of the season, he was playing some good football. Another yeah. one of those good but Iowa football stories. He is. And, the, you know, the coolest part is that to see he's an Indianapolis kid and getting to go to Indy, I, uh, you know, I kind of thought maybe they would do that anyway just because I think it's a, it's kind of one of those right things to do just to reward that kid for being uh, a great teammate and, kind of waiting his turn and just and being patient, being a good leader. And he's going to be one of the leaders on defense. I don't think there's any question about that. Mm-hmm. And um, and he's embracing it. So, great kid. And and he's a good football player. And I know, talking to Seth Wallace, that they're really high on him. as a, And Seth felt totally comfortable with him starting, starting games even last year. Tom, I haven't seen the itinerary uh, for the uh, two-day event in Indianapolis. Normally, it starts off with the uh, commissioner, um, you know, kind of a state of the, state of the conference. Good. So, what uh, what yeah. is what do you think Petitis is going to be asked most about? Expansion. Uh, this will be his first one of these, obviously, as Kevin Warren was at the helm. What do you think Petitis going to face? Kind of questioning when he takes the stage and opens it up. I think it's going to be, um, you know, like. Probably like media rights. I think that'll be part of it. Are you happy with things the way they are? NIL is going to be a giant mm-hmm. story. And, mm-hmm. you know, with the federal legislation that's being proposed, what his thoughts are on, on those things, I think are going to be, um, you know, I think that's, those are probably one and one A because we saw that this past week with, with, uh, uh, the SEC that that's going to be number one topic. You know, and I think he's going to get asked about Northwestern. Oh, sure. Yeah, that's a great yeah. point. Uh, because yeah, I mean, Jim, how about Jim Phillips? I was just about to say, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because he, yeah. he was at the helm through this, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was the athletic director. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he was the Big Ten commissioner. Right oh, now. my God. I mean, we have no yeah. idea how it's going to turn out, but. You know, the fact that he's being, he's part of all of these lawsuits, you just wonder. I mean, if there's proof that he was, he might lose his gig at the ACC. We've seen these things go up the ladder uh, to guys that have left their, you know, previous stint where all of this happened, taking another job. And that, uh, that uh, you know, the, the malfiance at the other stop caused them to lose that new job. We, I mean, it could get this bad if it, uh, these players are all saying, uh, saying the same thing and it comes to be true. Yeah. I mean, it's. I just imagine if he was because he was the odds-on favorite to be yes. the commissioner when yes. when Jim Delaney left and you know they they um, zagged and went with with Kevin Warren and now you know now they've uh, Petiti's in there but oh boy it would just be wild I mean he he'd probably be in jeopardy of losing his job mm-hmm. no question there was basketball availability earlier in the week Tom Kaker some takeaways on that front as we get ready for men's basketball. Yeah, I'm. Um, I, I'm still. I'm just interested in seeing what this team does. I don't know what they're going to play over in France and, and Spain. I, I don't know who they're going to face. You know, it could be. Um, you know, it gets kind of sketchy sometimes. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like talking to Fran about it. You know, he's like, 
you know, one time we got the Swiss national team because of the Olympic year, and they were, you know, trying to ramp up a little bit, and it was a, a good game. But then other times, it's like, you know, there's like, uh, it's like, it feels like you're playing like six guys off the street or something, and, and uh, yeah. they're more interested, and they're more interested in engaging in maybe a bar fight than they are a basketball game. Um, <laughs> they shared that story the one time about, um, they got into it, I think it was in France, maybe. Um, and when Woodbury was playing and they went overseas and, uh, Woodbury was ready to fight him and they just got through the game, uh, and, and beat this team by 25, but they had to pull the bus over by the, the, the side area and just kind of run out of the arena because they Jesus. thought there was going to be a, a, a giant brawl. So that's what you get sometimes in the, uh, European basketball circuit. Uh, interesting. I love the fact that they make the freshmen available as well. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, uh, and this is a huge time for for this team because they've got six new faces. Right. You know, they've got Evan Bronze, they've got the four freshmen, they've mm-hmm. got uh Ben Creaky, yep. uh plus all the returning guys. So this is just a a massive opportunity uh for Iowa to be able to do this trip. And it's I, honestly it's probably pretty good that yep. they didn't get to go um, you know, last year or wherever it was, like two I think it was two years ago they were looking at going. Um but COVID stuff was still too dicey um, to be able to get those events going. So, um, yeah, it's it's going to be a good opportunity for them and for um, Lisa Bluter and her team to to go overseas too with uh, with two new starters. Did we lose you, Trent? Thank we oh, lost nope, Trent. right here. Sorry about that. There he is. No, you got you got me. I'm over in uh, in Iowa City, and uh, Tom, I, I did have one more thing for you. That was on the football recruiting front. Another commitment, sure. commitment number twenty. Another defensive lineman. Are they done high school recruiting? I think I saw Blair Sanderson over at Hawkeye Report. He uh, mentioned there are 89 scholarships for next year. That's too many. Yeah. Now, we know, of course, there's always going to be movement there, but you got to keep some uh, spots open. Also, with the transfer portal after they knocked it out of the park this year. Yeah, you got it. Um, I, I think. You know, they've got one kid that's going to be coming in, um, the kid from Florida. Uh, if they're going to add a wide receiver, that would be about it, I think. Uh, otherwise, I think they're pretty much full. But there's going to be attrition. There always is. And guys are going to leave, and that's going to be part of the deal. And some guys might leave early. You know, Cooper Jean, uh, I fully suspect he's gone after this year yep. to the NFL. So that's what's just what. What's going to happen is there's going to, you know, magically they'll be down to 80 and then they'll be able to go pluck four guys off the portal again and fill some needs that pop up. I, I would think that, um, you know, corner might be a position because I know that's what they were looking to add this year um, in the spring as well. I will end it on this, Tom. Sad note to end it on, but uh, Cody Ince obviously uh... – uh, yeah, sadly passed Lord. away. How do you how do you remember him? Was was he one of the uh, uh, linemen that would talk to you following games and uh, kind of a, a good guy to be around? Jovial, love being a hawk type thing. You know, we would only get him maybe like during during the week more than anything else. Okay, um, you know, he wasn't one of the, they're doing the post game differently, so we don't get as many guys. Uh, but yeah, great kid. Uh, just a tragic thing. I mean, dying in a sleep like Oof. that is just. You know, just that, you know, at 23, you just don't, yeah. you don't hear that very often. Sad deal. No, it really is. Tom, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, media days, Wednesday, Thursday. I was up Wednesday, correct? Yep. I was, uh, Wednesday. Yeah. Good. Yep. Um, uh, 
Well, Trent's on... And Northwestern's, Northwestern's oh. Wednesday, too, so that'll be fun. Indeed it will. Well, uh, Trent's on vacation next week, so it'll just be you and I conversing okay. at this time next week. Tom, thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. Yep, good to hear from Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Yep, Tom Caker at HawkeyeReport.com as uh, we check in on Tom. Well, um, good stuff with, T- with Tom and TC. Are you okay? I'm good. Yeah, all, right. all good here. Like we, you had a little problem with, I, your, with your machine, your equipment there for a minute. No, no, the machine's all good. I uh, got late checkout here at the hotel and got a little knock on the door <laughs> so, from housekeeping. From uh, housekeeping, and I said, I explained to her, no, I, I have late checkout. Oh, I'm so sorry. So yeah, no, we're all good now. All right, so let's uh, we'll let you go before Claxons. Let's spend our final couple of minutes before you head on vacation. Yeah. So what uh, you, you think that in order for Ames to win this game tonight, you, you think that they have to keep, they, they can't out, uh, outscore the Dragons in a slugfest, you don't think? I don't think so. I, yeah, I don't think they can keep up offensively and with the pitching that Johnston also has. I don't think they can you know, win a shootout type of game. They're going to have to get a Great pitching performance, push all the right buttons. You know, when it's time to pull a guy, get him out there at the right time, do those things, and pull off a 4-2 win, something like that. Mm -hmm. That's going to have to be the path, I think, for the Little Cyclones tonight. The run has been absolutely incredible, but Johnston, 10 of the last 11 years they've been in the state tournament. This will be their fifth straight state championship game that they have played in. Won it last year, won it in 2020. They're searching for their seventh championship, their sixth under Michael Barta. The guy has been absolutely incredible. Mm. Uh, What he has built this program into, what they do year after year after year. It's a tall task, but just watching this little Cyclone team, the belief that they have, the way that they play, if somebody's going to pull the upset, they would be the one absolutely. And the way that they have got here to the state championship game should be a great one and one to put a cap off. We know for every one of these seniors, for a lot of them, they know going into the game tonight, it will be the last time that they put on a jersey and certainly the last time they'll do it for their high schools, for those seniors. So really cool, really enjoy this game each and every year. And let's just keep our fingers crossed that we get that 7.30 start time and not another <laughs> 8.21 like we had the last couple of times. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, so they've kind of built what Dowling has built in, in high school football. I mean, I know Dowling's had a couple of, their, their, by their standards, down years. Um, Mm-hmm. But but what Wilson's doing, Barta's doing over there. What what makes Johnson Dragon baseball a thing? Is it the fact that you know young kids that grow up in that area? Because I was blown away by seeing some of the feeder systems into Dowling football. Right? Is that the way that it is uh, over in the in that part of Des Moines? That everybody you know the young kids go to these games. They want to be a dragon. They want to you know go to high yeah. school. Is that what it is, Trent? Is that why this team has had sustained success? As you just laid out I, I don't think there's any doubt about it starting at the little league level and the lower levels the USSSA, uh, what they do there and making it yes it's important it has that small town feel right where mm-hmm. you grow up in a small town yeah you want to play for your high school team and that's what it is and Michael Barta has built that for Johnston baseball the amount of work that they put into it though it's just not showing up and having more talent than everybody else these guys grind i mean they Mm -hmm. put in the work and you go out to one of the hitting complexes you're going to see a ton of kids in johnston t-shirts every single time you're going to see them putting in the work back in the fall you're going to see them in the gym at five in the morning getting their throwing in every single morning during the off season Hmm. they put in the work they have huge numbers kids want to go out they want to be a part of it and another thing that they do is a lot of the guys that we've heard about that have gone on to the University of Iowa on the analytical side of thing, they get their start at Johnston in high school 
working on analytics. Hey, maybe you're not good enough to be on the high school team, but you can be a part of it. You're going to help out. You're going to chart pitches. You're going to run the radar gun. You're going to do different things like that. And they have a huge contingent there that also at the high school level are working on that. A lot of those kids have gone on and done it at the University of Iowa. So it is a full-fledged. I mean, it is the building of a program. And Michael Bart has done it as well as anybody in the state. Hmm, Unbelievable. Well, have a good vacation. You're off to Dolly World. Yes, absolutely. Looking forward to it. Dude. Are you really? I don't know. No, no, you, be, uh, be honest. Are you really looking forward to going to Dolly World? I'm, I'll have fun. Well, it's like an amusement park. I mean, it's for the kids more than anything. Right, so, right. No, I'm going to have a good time. I'm excited about our cabin. We got a game room there. We got our own hot tub. We got a pool. We, mm-hmm. It's going to be a really fun time. I'm looking forward to it. A chance to completely shut off. This is always a busy week. It's a busy time and gear up back for football season again. So I am. I'm just looking to to get away. And it's a fun trip uh, with my wife's family. They all come along, her parents, her sister, her kids. So it's a big group, but have some drinks, have some fun. If I need some alone time, I can go do that. I always try to sneak off, play 18 holes of golf on my own somewhere. So I'll do that too and get a little alone time. But overall, it is really a fun trip and a chance to get recharged. Now the drive home, I'm not looking forward to, but getting out there, hanging out in the mountains should be a good time, and I'll be revved up and ready to go for football season. Well, if you're bored, just walking in the woods, maybe come across a still, something like that. <laughs> Bring back <laughs> one of those Daniel idea. Crockett coonkin skin caps. <laughs> That's for you. That, that'll be your present when I get <laughs> That's back. That's what I'm getting. Well, have a good, uh, have yeah. a good week. You certainly deserve it. Uh, we'll uh, talk to you a week from Monday. All right, brother? Have fun. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Ken. All right, good to talk to you. Trent Condon. Uh, as he gets head, uh, head vacation. All right, phone lines are open, 515-284-5966, 515-284-5966. If you have not played for Claxton's Barbecue in the last 30 days, now is your opportunity to do so. We'll give you four questions. You get the most right, you'll get a $35 gift certificate from Claxton's. The runner-up gets 35 If you're getting a ring, that means you're in. As long as you haven't played in the last 30 days. Uh, 515-284-5966. Claxton's Barbecue Giveaway next. It's Miller and Condon, Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. Radio app now. Condon, final couple of minutes here on a Friday. Murph and Andy, next, one until three. The drive, Sean's out, Heather's in, and she's on location today. Is she not, AD? Yeah, the Pelican Pub out in West Des Moines. Gotcha. Pelican Pub, West Des Moines, uh, three until six. All right, John, Brian, Jordan, and Paul. Uh, here's the tiebreaker, so you can all give this some thought prior to being asked. Uh, total runs scored by American League teams tonight. So 15 in action. American League teams tonight. How many runs will they combine to score? Of course, be closest without going over. Let's get John. He's up first. Hello, John. How are you? Good. Thank you. Uh, does Brian Harmon, who currently has a, I want to say, a five-shot lead, uh, does yeah. he win the British Open? I'm going to go no. No, so you're taking the field. Uh, he has, indeed, a five-shot lead. Uh, Cubs cards this afternoon. Steal um, for the Cubs. And who pitches for uh, Steel versus Jack Flaherty? So a pretty good matchup. Flaherty, Steel. Who wins game two of this series this afternoon? 
I'll take the Cubs. USA women give two and a half goals to Vietnam. So you, the women have to win by three or more, the American women, in order for them to win if you go over. Mm, no. All right. Does Pete Alonso hit a home run this weekend? Yes. Total runs scored by American League teams only. Closest without going over. 60. 6 zero? Yep. Thank you, John. Appreciate it. You have a good weekend. Okay. Uh, Brian is next. Hi, Brian. Hello. Brian, does Brian Harmon win the Open? Um, I'm going to say no. I'll take the field. You got the field. Cubs cards this afternoon. Steel Flaherty is the pitching matchup. Uh, I'm a Cubs fan, but I'm going to say cards. (laughs) Okay. USA women give two and a half goals to Vietnam tonight. Yes, they'll win by more than three. Okay. Pete Alonso hit a home run this weekend? Uh, No. All right. Uh, Tiebreaker, total run scored by American League teams tonight? 57. Thank you, Brian. Have a good weekend. Thank you, gentlemen. Bye. Good to hear from you. Jordan is up next. Hi, Jordan. Hello. Brian Harmon, he's in front by five. Does he win the British Open? Oh, yeah, he's got it. Cubs cards this afternoon. Who wins that one? Cubs, baby. USA women give two and a half goals to Vietnam. No. (laughs) No what? No, they don't. Uh, they, they don't they cover. Don't half. No, they don't cover. All right, uh, Pete Alonso. A little bit. Okay, Pete Alonso hit a home run this weekend. No, he won't. Okay, uh, is there is there Fenway Park that green monster for Alonso? Uh, total run scored by American League teams tonight. Closest without going over. Yeah, forty nine. Forty nine for you, Jordan. Have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, Paul brings Claxons to a close. Hi, Paul. Uh, does Brian Harmon win the Open? No. Cubs cards this afternoon. Go. Say again? Go Cubs, go. Go Cubs, go. You broke up a little bit. Uh, USA women uh, give two and a half to Vietnam. Uh, they'll cover. Okay. Pete Alonso hit a home run? Yes. Total run scored by American League teams. Closest without going over tonight. American League, 69. 69 for you. Thank you, Paul. Yep, 6-2 and even. That's it's an old show. <laughs> oh, and uh, Heather and Ross will be at the Pelican Post Bar and Grill. It's called Pelican it's Post. 50th and EP True out in West Des Moines from 3 to 6. And uh, Heather and Ross doing the show. Too. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, Ross will be out there. All right, uh, that's going to do it for us. Murph and Andy, they'll be in here. They're coming up next from 1 until 3. Then Heather and Ross take you home this afternoon, 3 until 6. We're Miller and Condon, weekdays. 1101 on Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KX, Hanover.